All right. Good afternoon, everyone. I think it's afternoon, it's lunchtime. So my name's Anthony Spateri. I'm a global technologist at Veeam Software. And today we're going to take you rapid fire through Infrastructure as Code, a working example. So I'm going to use Terraform. I'm going to use uh, vCloud Director to show you a working example between what it is to actually code with APIs and code with Terraform. So before we get to that, let's go through. I want to give a bit of a definition because one of the assumptions in our industry that everyone knows what everything means, okay? Because for guys like me that have been in the industry for 20 years, for guys at 10 years, 5 years, we're at different levels, right? So guys that are just entering might not know the difference between an API and whatnot. So an API is application programming interface. It's basically a set of subroutine definitions and communication protocols that are used to build software, okay? Now the key here is that a good API makes it easy to develop a computer program by providing all the building blocks, okay? And typically any piece of software that's written today is gonna have an API of some sort, okay? Infrastructure of code is different, okay? Now this is a long definition, but I think it's important for those guys who are looking for infrastructure as code to understand exactly what we're talking about compared to APIs. So infrastructure as code, or IAC, is a process of managing and provisioning computer data centers or infrastructure through machine-readable definition files. Okay, and I've highlighted the key terms here if you have a look at the screen. Okay, so we're not using physical tools, we're not using manual tools, we're using these predefined files. The IT infrastructure managed by you guys is basically declared through scripts that are procedural or declarative. Okay, so this is all basically taking the manual process of what are essentially repeatable tasks. Now interestingly enough, when we look at infrastructure as code and the relevance, you can see here that I pulled some Google stats, and basically since 2013, 2014, the web has gone crazy for infrastructure as code. So obviously for you guys, as IT operations guys, you're really interested to find out what's happening. The stats don't lie there. In terms of the tools of the trade, okay, um, what you see here are generally the most popular ones. They're not all of them, but I'm sure the audience and the guys looking live have seen and heard of Chef, Ansible, Puppet, SaltStack, and then Terraform. Okay, Terraform is the one that I'm going to focus on. It's one that I have a particular interest in and love, actually. So Terraform is created by a company called HashiCorp, and I'm going to show you a little bit about how that works in a very, very quick way. Before we do that, though, it's important to understand this differential, because this is what basically defines the difference between some of those tools that I showed you in the previous slide. So procedural definition. Now that approach is basically when you write code that specifies a step-by-step -step action to achieve a desired state, okay? Chef, Ansible are examples of procedural definition tools. Declarative is an approach where you write the code that specifies your desired end state, okay? And then the infrastructure as code tool is responsible for getting out that state. And this is where Terraform, CloudFormation and Puppet as examples do its thing. So if it's not clear as mud in terms of what the definition there, it's basically more about what the end goal is and how it's achieved, okay? Do we write code step by step to achieve a desired state? Or do we write something that tells a tool to achieve that state? Now, because it's a lightning talk, I wanted to go through an example in real world 
of what it actually means to program something with an API versus using an infrastructure as cold to. So I'm going to actually use something called Terraform, which I've talked about. I'm going to integrate that with vCloud Director, NSX, and then finally show you how, from a Veeam perspective, we can put it all together. So initially, we've got a API tool, Postman. Okay. When you're talking to APIs, you can talk to APIs in a number of different ways. You can talk to it via command line tools like curl. Um, you can talk to it through uh, browser extensions. Google has a browser extension as an example where you can actually talk to the API endpoint. I like to use Postman as an example. Now basically with an API, what you have to do initially is authenticate to it. Okay? You've got to tell it that you're responsible and you're authenticated to make calls against that particular endpoint. So in the case of Postman, what you can see here is a call. We feed through through basic authentication, a username or password. It then sends back, in the case of vCloud Director, a little authentication to um, token, which you then feed back into the API to say that you can do things against an API for a number of, of minutes. Okay? Typically, the tokens are time sensitive. Okay? Now, that can be really annoying in itself. And one of the things that I'm going to actually get to by the end of this is to show you that while APIs are great and everyone's saying that you can code with APIs directly, there are other ways to do it more efficiently to get to that point. So with regards to the authentication, obviously because you have to actually go and re-authenticate given that token runs out, you want to do it programmatically. So Postman has an example in this case where you can write some script to actually go and get a token automatically every 15 or so seconds and keep on feeding that in and using that value that you derive out of that script and feed it back into your code. Okay? That means you don't have to go in every 15 minutes or whatever the timeout period is and re-get that authentication token. So once that's all sorted, you also have to understand the schema. So you have to understand exactly what you're trying to get from the API. And obviously there's great documentation out. Um, we've got things um, that actually are online now that actually let you go and actually view the API live. But for the most intensive purposes, you have to understand exactly what the schema does. When you've got that, you usually make a GET request. You get the current state of what you want to configure. Now in this case, we're looking at an NSX edge placed within a vCloud Director Virtual Data Center. So what we can see here is we've got a couple of rules that we've got to go. I think we're configuring NAT rules in this case, or firewall rules. You can see we're doing an initial GET response. We want to see that current state. And then what we want to do is then construct an XML response in this case. I mean, it could be JSON, it could be another format, okay? But in vCloud Director, primarily we're going to be using XML responses. You then have to understand exactly what every little construct means. Okay? So this is no different. To, this is where the programming comes into it. You then feed this via a POST request, and then what you get is a status 200 OK, which means that we've fed the configuration that was in XML back into the API. It's touched the NSX edge, and it's configured what you're doing. Okay? So you can start to see this gets a little complicated in the point of view from us as infrastructure guys, you know, to do this repeatedly is actually um, annoying and subject to many errors. Because if you get one little part of that XML wrong, it's going to spit back an error. Okay? And what that ends up with from the point of view of vCloud Director, it ends up with this where you can see that what you've configured and told it to do via the post request in the XML, it's now configured within vCloud Director. Now, quickly to Terraform. So Terraform is a tool for building and changing and also versioning infrastructure efficiently. Okay? Configuration files with Terraform are what you use to declare its state. So when you see Terraform examples, and we'll see it in the video very shortly, it looks like you're actually coding. Okay? You can use Visual Studio that has plugins to basically 
use and construct these files. Now, it generates an execution plan, which you then run, you validate it, and then you apply it. And when it applies it, it checks and it talks to the API. So the biggest thing about Terraform and what it's doing compared to an API is that the tool itself interacts with the API. It's basically a black box. You tell Terraform what you want it to do without you having to understand what the API is actually doing. So all the schemas and everything that we saw, you don't need to worry about that. So it actually simplifies the way that you interact with that endpoint. All you've got to understand itself from the point of view of the provider that it, that it has. So Terraform has a bunch of providers that are basically set for many different platforms. Providers can be done for AWS, for vSphere, Google Cloud, Kubernetes platforms. It doesn't really matter. They've got a wide array of providers. And actually down below, you can see that I've got a link there to the different providers. The specific one that I'm using in this example is the vCloud Director Provider up to version 2.4. The provider itself understands how to interact with the vCloud Director API, okay? And then what we're doing with that, with that in the code and what you'll see in the next few steps is we will code it and we'll say, configure an NSX to have particular firewall rules, to have particular um, NAT edges settings, and just execute my plan. And then tell me if you've been successful with that. So what I'm gonna do is show a quick video that's gonna show that end to end, and we will play. Okay, so initially here what we're seeing is basically the fact that we've got this NSX edge without any configuration, okay? It's an empty configuration. We've got nothing configured by way of firewall rules or NAT rules as well, okay? What we're gonna do is basically go into Visual Studio Code, and you can see up there a few examples. We basically tell it to go and say, how do we connect in to the provider? So you need to give it a username and password, you need to tell it a few, few basic things. And what I'll do is I'll just pause that there before it starts, before it goes through. So you can see that we've got a bunch of files on the left-hand side. These are the Terraform declaration files. This is where you're actually telling Terraform what to actually configure. And what you can see on the, on the main pane there is actually the, the variables that we're feeding in. So you've got to still understand what variables to feed in, much like with XML, you had to actually understand what you were coding there. But what we're doing here is presenting it in a much more easier and consumable way. You don't need to understand how to basically format that XML or the JSON. This is doing it all for you, okay? What we've done there is we've basically gone and said, let's test it so we can check to make sure that the plan that we've got is good, okay? What we're then gonna do is basically hit apply, Terraform apply. And then what that's gonna do is then execute our plan, okay? And this is gonna go and use the declarative state that we've done within the code. And we're now gonna actually gonna confirm. So it's gonna say, we wanna confirm everything. It'll go through in a matter of seconds, it's gonna to start to talk via its provider to the API endpoint of, of uh, vCloud Director itself and start to actually work on these actions. And you can see below in the actual task pane, you can see actions happening. And if everything's going okay, you can now see that we've got those rules set up, okay? Understand that this was a lot more simpler than what I showed you guys in the example of the actual API itself, okay? So that's pretty cool, and this is a great example there. And then what you can see is outputted there in the output, you've got the current state. You can actually do a Terraform get to actually see what's configured as well. Now the great thing is, if you actually change that in any way on the actual vCloud Director itself, you can reapply it via this particular um, command. If you hit apply again, it's gonna tell you that something's been modified, I wanna get it back to that state. So desired state and repeatable code is what we're after here. Okay. 
Now, to finish off, again, gone through it very quick because there's a lot to process in 12 minutes. What we then apply this to in a real world example is that we can then create a PowerShell command to execute that Terraform. Now in Veeam, what I've done is that we've got a job definition and in job definition we've got post and prescripts. So what I've done in this particular example for a Cloud Connect replication customer who's actually replicating machines into a virtual data center of a cloud provider, they want to configure their networking automatically. Okay? And they don't want to do it with APIs. So what they can do is they can use Terraform to basically do what we saw okay? and then run this post script so when the replication job finishes, we execute the Terraform. The Terraform then configures the edge with all the firewall rules that they want and the NAT rules that are relevant to the VMs that are running. So in the case of a disaster, if they actually had to execute and fail over, all that networking would be in place. Now the key part about it here in this particular job is that we know that it's going to be as we want it because Terraform is keeping that in play. And as part of the job here, it's hard to see, but post script, we're going to execute the PowerShell and then go from there. Okay, wrapping it up, I've got one minute. So, a few controversial statements. In terms of uh, industry, the reality versus influencer hype, if I was to ask any audience, you know, how much are they leveraging using APIs versus a GUI or anything, the numbers would be really low, okay? DevOps worlds and whatnot have perpetuated a little bit of a misnomer that we basically need APIs to survive, okay? What I'm trying to say is that as an infrastructure guy, you can not need to rely on APIs, but there are the tools out there to make your jobs easier. Terraform infrastructure as code is that, okay? So instead of going and understanding the API, go to the tool that does all the work for you and make your life easier, okay? And that is effectively the essence of infrastructure as code, okay? It's the middleman that makes your life easier. And with that, we're done in very lightning session. Here's Veeam. Thank you very much.